American Craftsman Podcast is sponsored by Bits and Bits. In their shop in Oregon, Bits and Bits manufactures a wide range of spiral router bits from one-eighth inch shank to half-inch shank, from one thirty-second inch cutting diameter to half-inch cutting diameter. They make upcut, downcut, compression bits, and more. They're used in router tables, handheld routers, and CNC machines, from hobbyists to production shops. They coat their bits in a Astro coating, proprietary nano coating designed to keep the bit running cooler, prolonging the sharpness of the cutting edge. They're the only factory authorized dealer to Astro coat white side router bits. Their expanding line of white side bits ranges from spiral flush trim bits to roundovers, chamfers, rabbiting bits, and more. They're a festival dealer stocking mainly router and domino related accessories and consumables. You can check them out at bitsbits.com and use our coupon code American Craftsman to save yourself 15%. And we're back. Yeah. We're going right into it. This is a triple header, number three. One week before our Christmas episode. Yeah. It's still a, a mystery, so you better yeah. uh, better listen next week. We're still reaping the... Uh, After effects. Yep. It's a good thing you had a word for it because I couldn't think of it. <laughs> we uh, want to thank our sponsor, Hayfla. Hayfla offers a wide range of products and solutions for the woodworking and furniture making industries, from hinges and drawer slides to connectors and dowels, sandpaper, wood glue, shop carts, and everything in between. Exclusive product lines such as Lux LED lighting and Slido door hardware ensure that every project you create is built to last. Learn more at Hayfla.com. Check them out. Tell them that we sent you. Oh, so are we going to thank L&N Electric? Yeah, we better. Thanks, L&N. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting. I thought you were going to thank him. I'm chewing. I want to thank our good buddy, Nick. I mean, we're, pra we're practically family at this point. Uh, let's see. Switch over to that. Um, Nick at L&N Electric. All your uh, serving all your electrical needs in the tri-state area. Yeah, that's L and N, like Laura and Nick. Yep, and uh, you can reach them at seven one eight nine two six three zero seven five, or at lnelectrical.com. Yeah, and he doesn't do like commercial work only and stuff like that. He's great with the service calls. You know, oh, if yeah. something's got a little electrical bug in the house, he's be. He's the perfect guy to come out and uh, hook you up. Yeah, grandma's outlet's not working. Call Nick, send him over there. You don't want to deal with that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and Your wife uh, after you about fixing the GFI in the bathroom, and you haven't oh, done yeah. it? Perfect. Just right. call Nick. That breaker keeps popping. Yeah. All those little things. You have a uh, federally mandated... Electrical panel that needs to be changed out. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Nick was telling us his story about these panels. He goes over to this guy's house. Is it like something Pacific? Yeah, I can't remember the, the brand name. And he's like, man, these things, these are these are fire hazards. They outlawed these panels yeah. because they were starting house fires. Yeah, it was like your home insurance won't cover it if anything mm -hmm. happens. Oh, yeah. So, uh... <laughs> I'm laughing because I remember, I remember the conversation that Nick had with the guy. <laughs> we have, uh... What is this? How am I getting spam emails in this email that I don't use? Ways something, Capital One. Congrats, you're invited. I haven't used this email for anything. Uh, so we don't have very many questions this week. All right. I guess people don't like the glasses. But let's see what we can do. Uh, so this is from Matt. I'm pretty sure it's Herb, but it could be Herbie. All right. But I think it's Herb. Jeff and Rob, did you absorb new woodworking slash design habits from each other when you started working? If so, what are some of them? Love the cast. <laughs> Keep up the good work. <laughs> the cast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, for me, I, I always tell everybody, you know, when I'm talking outside of work to uh, people, 
I, I think the biggest influence uh, working with Jeff has on me is sort of keeps me involved in things that are new, mm. you know, because it, it's super easy to be complacent when you, you know, you get older and so you're not learning new things at all. Jeff's introduced me to a couple of new uh, programs and your, uh, your experience with the installation mm -hmm. has also like totally widened my horizons on that because back when I was working by myself, I might do like, like a real installation installation, like once or twice a year. So I never really, you know, it did a bunch of them. Yeah. And so you brought a lot of that stuff to the table. Um, it's good, you know, and you just pick up lots of little things here and there. It, even if it's like the way you use a tool, the way you just approach, um, you know, organization and efficiency, it, it, you can't help it if you just spend time around another person. Yeah, I mean, when you're by yourself and left to your own devices. <laughs> it's not always the healthiest. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, and it's usually, it's you just always go with the first, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, because it's only your own, uh, your own... Uh, Intuition, uh, right? And, yeah. So you know, you don't even think to do it another way. Um, I mean, I definitely like. I didn't know anything about arts and crafts, furniture before we started working together. Um, like I had, I had seen it, but I never knew what it was. Um, so that was like a whole new thing for me, and just learning about the the whole movement and you know what it represents, and like stuff in the shop, like. I had never built furniture before. Like I used the joiner at at Tom's shop. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you could call it a joiner. <clears throat> so like reading grain for for milling and stuff like that. I had no experience with that and a lot of that's like hands-on. So, you know, I ha I had to learn all that stuff. It it's amazing how fast you've picked up all this stuff and excelled at it. I have to say. Uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it is a marvel. I, and uh, to digress slightly, you could see where Hunter gets it. Mm. Because that kid, I know I gush about him, but, you know, he's just phenomenal. Yeah. He really is. I got to plug in that keyboard see if we can play uh, Jingle Bells. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was like, yeah, the two keys and then this one is a C. Oh my God. So then I went up the keyboard. I'm like, all right, so what's this one? He's like, a C. I'm like, well, it's a C. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, gee, yeah. He's. I don't think he knows what an octave is yet. No, but, but he's like almost condescending. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, so what's this one? I went up to the sharp key. He's like, a C? I was like, oh, a C sharp. Oh, man. I love that kid. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, yeah, it's, that's, those are some great genes. Yeah. And, I, and it's parenting too. I mean, yeah, it's it's a combination of it. You know, you constantly, uh, you know, uh, inspiring and challenging him. So trying to, I yeah. wouldn't say constantly, but well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> regular intervals. Yeah, yeah. You could you could see where we live now. That's the that's the residue of uh, no inspiration yeah. and challenge. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes there's no energy left at the end of the day to do any no. inspiring. No. All right. Well, thanks for the question, Matt. Yeah. You keep up the good work. Yeah. Let's see. So this one came in last week uh, as we were recording the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this... Oh, God. To you, it's two weeks ago. Um so you might have heard it on episode 10. Yeah. <clears throat> this is from our buddy Matt Serio. Matt was at Maker Camp, right? Did you meet Matt? Uh, I don't know. I mean, my names are one of my deficits. I think I'm... Maker Camp is a blur because yeah, we, were, we just spent so much time working. Yeah, I know. I I. Thought he was gonna be there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was there with his kids, or or maybe maybe just his son came. I forget. I'm, 
pretty sure we saw him there. But I met Matt at the uh, Underground Metalworks mm. um, open house. Uh, so Matt wrote in. So here's my question of the month. In an alternate universe where a lathe is a panda and a hammer is a squirrel, what would a block plane be? Bonus question. In this alternate universe, could Chad still make boot jacks? And if so, how easily would they burn? Sorry to get metaphysical on you. Just wondering. Wow. Where to begin? So a lathe is a panda and a hammer is a squirrel. All right. Um, so panda is a tree climbing, eucalyptus eating. Do they climb? Yeah, pretty sure they climb those eucalyptus trees. Oh, no, no. That's, that's not a panda. No. That's a koala. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a panda is a real bear, and they eat bamboo. Oh, that, so that's the black and white one. Yeah, panda bear. Okay. Oh, and the koala is the brown one. No, they're gray. They're gray? Yeah. Koalas are like this big, and yeah. they live in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pandas are like big. Oh, yeah, yeah, black, yeah. And they live in China. Okay. Oh, well, maybe they live in yeah, like I, other parts I got of, it now. of Asia, too. I'm not sure. I don't mean to misspeak about the uh, regional... Um, so a, pa uh, a panda is a real bear? I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Wow. So a panda is a bear. I mean, you better look that up because it might affect the... Uh, it might affect our, our uh, research. Yeah. Is a... I wish... Like, okay, so I, I have the bottom part mm -hmm. big. How come the search bar isn't big? What I, good does that do? Me? I don't, that's weird. It's tiny. Is a panda a bear? While the giant panda is a member of the bear family, few ha a few habits separate the species from other bears. Pandas, panda bear's diet is pretty boring. Other bears eat almost anything, but... Most of the time, 90% in fact, the panda only eats bamboo. Wow. How does it live off of bamboo? It eats the inside. Babies are really cute. Look at that little red one. That's a red panda. It's like a, a different thing. They're more like a raccoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is the red panda a bear, a raccoon, or a cat? Let's see. Panda eating. What do pandas eat? Yeah, I don't care what they eat. I just want to see it eat. They like tear off the outside. And they eat the inside. Hmm. Yeah, so it doesn't eat the husk. No, like the, the heart. Yeah, like hearts of palm almost. Yeah, that's like almost what it looks like. So a panda, a lathe is a panda. Hmm. I'm not seeing the anthropomorphic anthropomorphization. Yeah, so uh, turning, cutting, spinning. You can see the bamboo like on a lathe. Yeah. <laughs> and a squirrel is a hammer. Yeah. Um, squirrel, can a squirrel you know, crack, crack nuts like a hammer? Nuts. Yeah, it's a bit of a stretch, but. Yeah. Tree climber. What would a block plane be? Man. Well, I mean, what do those two things have in common? They're furry. Yeah. They're mammalian. Yeah. I guess they're vegetarians. I don't uh, know. Does a squirrel eat anything? I, I think squirrels eat bugs and stuff, don't they? I don't know. Or squirrels omnivorous. It is often assumed that squirrels only eat nuts, but squirrels are actually omnivores, which wow. means they like to eat plants and meat. Oftentimes, squirrels rely on fungi 
seeds, nuts, and fruits for nutrition, but they will also eat eggs, small insects, caterpillars, small animals, and even young snakes. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> the hell is this? What's he doing? It's a dragon. It's what fake, is that? It's a fake picture. It's like a Photoshop dragon. Oh, oh. It's a squirrel riding a dragon. Huh. What? Well, if you click back, there was a link 101 interesting facts about squirrels. Uh, that was false advertising. Oh, no. It's Squirrels, oh, squirrels 101. Huh. Panda is a lathe. Squirrel, squirrel is, is a hammer. hammer. What would a block plane be? So it's got to be smaller than a squirrel. Yeah. Because a lathe is pretty big. And a hammer is smaller. It'd be smaller. It's... Would it be more like a panda since it shaves wood? Probably. Um, it's smaller than a squirrel. What about like a hedgehog? Isn't that a marsupial? Oh, look at that. Because I was thinking like a, like a possum. Yeah, that's bigger than a squirrel. Right, but a hedgehog is smaller. Yeah. That's a weird looking thing. I've been getting a lot of uh, hedgehog uh, videos in my Instagram. Because of Sonic? Just because I watched the ones that came up. So oh. now they're just feeding me more. Yeah. They're like, oh, he spends more time. You know, he doesn't swipe over the uh, hedgehog videos. He watches them. So let's give him more hedgehog videos. Hedgehogs shared distant ancestry with shrews with Chimneyers. What the hell is that thing? I never heard of that. Also called hairy hedgehogs or moon rats. Wow, that's weird. I have to go back to that. Possibly being the intermediate link between a shrew, which kind of looks like a mole mixed with a mouse. And they have changed little over the last 15 million years. Oh, there are no living species native to um, the Americas. Huh. There are no hedgehogs native to Australia and no living species native to the Americas. Oh, the extinct genus Amphish something was once present in North America. They are pretty cute. Yeah, did uh, oh Manny when I was hanging out with him on uh, Saturday last Saturday, you know he had a hedge uh, hedgehog or whatever it was, not the chinchilla. Oh, was that the thing he had to give back? Uh, they had the chinchilla that died. Oh no, okay, so he had the hedgehog, uh, and he said it got really aggressive and he had to oh get rid God. of it. Look at this thing, that. It's I mean, it's weird. taxidermy, so yeah. it obviously looks weirder than moon rat. I've never heard of a moon rat. Hedgehogs are primarily nocturnal, though some species can also be active during the day. Hedgehogs sleep for a large portion of the day under bushes, grasses, rocks, or most commonly in dens dug, by, dug in the ground, with varying habits among the species. All wild hedgehogs can hibernate. Though not all do, depending on the temperature, species, and abundance of food. I like the next paragraph of the sentence. Yeah, communicate through a combination of grunts, snuffles, and or squeals. <laughs> snuffles. Hedgehogs occasionally perform a ritual, ritual called anointing. Where the animal encounters a new scent, it will lick and bite the source. Then form a scented froth in its mouth and paste it on its spines with its tongue. The purpose of this habit is unknown, but some experts believe anointing camouflages the hedgehog with the new scent of the area and provides a possible 
poison or source of infection to predators poked by their spines. Anointing is sometimes also called anting huh. because of a similar behavior in birds. Anting is a maintenance behavior during which birds rub insects, usually ants, on their feathers and skin. Huh. I had no idea. I got to see a video of this uh, hedgehog anointing. Hedgehog anointing. Oh, there's, there he is. Man, there's ads on every video now in YouTube. Yeah, everybody wants to get in on that YouTube money. Well, even the channels that aren't monetized, YouTube puts ads on their, uh, on their videos. That's to condition us. Looks like a dog is trying to chew its butt. Yeah. What is that, pineapple? Yeah. Well, this guy is ill-informed. He's hmm. saying when they like food, they put it on themselves. But, well, I guess we shouldn't say because the uh, the... Reasoning is undetermined. I mean, they're cute. That that seems like it would be a, kind of a cool pet. He is awfully cute. It kind of looks like Kaya. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go with a block plane being a hedgehog. Yeah. I think that's about as good of an answer as we could possibly get. What's the second part of this question? Bonus question. In this alternate universe, could Chad still make boot jacks? And if so, how easily would they burn? Sorry to get metaphysical on you. Just wondering. Well, boot jack is made on the laser, right? Yeah. So if a block plane is a hedgehog and a lathe is a panda and a hammer is a squirrel, what's a laser? Huh. A dragon? Yeah, that's not real, though. Yeah. Um, Isn't there, like, some kind of bug that shoots out, like, acid or something? Hmm. Bug that... There Actually, isn't there a bug that shoots out fire? A or bug like, that shoots out fire? Or, like, a bombardier beetles... Are just like the skunks of the insect kingdom. If skunks shot fiery acid at their enemies instead of just making them smell awful. And now, thanks to a new study, scientists know a bit more about the bugs, about how the bugs blast a chemical cocktail out of their rears without blowing themselves up. Oh my God. How the bombardier beetles fire explosives. Bombardier beetles have the infamous ability to synthesize and release rapid bursts of stinky, burning hot liquid from their rear ends. Oh, my God. These noxious emissions can kill other insects or startle potential predators into backing off. These chemical, quote-unquote, bombs are the source of their name, bombardier beetle. Isn't a bombardier a fireman? Uh, that's the guy who drops the bombs out of an airplane. Uh. Call this a rabbit hole. <laughs> a bombardier or a bomb aimer is the crew member of a bomber aircraft responsible for targeting of aerial bombs. I thought it was French. Oh. Yeah, like pilot the bombardier. Because I was thinking of it as Bombardier. Ah. In French. Oh, God, I can't read that. Hmm. Bummer. 
I got that from. What does bombardier mean in French? Raider. Oh, this is a bummer. That's how people get misled, because you read mm -hmm. this. Borrowed from Middle French. I didn't even know there was a Middle French. I guess it's like Middle English. I don't even know. So a laser is a bombardier beetle. How easily would they burn? Well, the beetle might be able to set it on fire. Anything that's dunked in minwax should burn pretty good. Yeah. So the block plane is a hedgehog. Chad could still make boot jacks and they would burn easily. You'd have to cut them out though by hand because uh, I don't think a bombardier beetle is going to be able to cut out a boot mm -hmm. jack. Yeah. So Matthew, we thank you for that question. I have brain hurts now. That's really, that's really carrying the episode. <laughs> it's a good thing we had that question. Uh, we got one here from our buddy Scott. This one, he actually sent in on the 17th of November, but it was, I think we had recorded either that same day or the day before. Um, how often do you end up building something you really dislike, but the client or money <laughs> pushes you to do it? Oh, oh man. Oh, I'd say probably not as often as you think. Yeah. Yeah. Dislike is too strong. Yeah. Um, really dislike is too strong. There are some things we quibble, we might have a quibble with. Right. A de specific detail that we think is, should be different or mm -hmm. material choice or uh, whatever function, dimension. The only thing I could think of off the top of my head was when we painted the walnut piece. <coughs> yeah. Like that. That was nice, though. I mean, it looked nice, but we kind of, you know, it wouldn't have been our first choice. No. I mean, we were able to use regular walnut and put yeah, the sap out. And yeah. Um, but the, that was a client-led decision that we probably wouldn't have made. No, that was my decision. To paint it? No, to make it out of solid walnut. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking of, They're you like, know. yeah, you know, we want a walnut interior and paint it outside. I'm like, all right, we're going to make it out of walnut. Yeah. I, I guess that just made sense to me for some reason. It just, it wouldn't have looked the same with a face frame. You right. Know, like plywood, walnut plywood with a face frame and then paint on the outside. No. Granted, we had to go to overlay doors and that. Yeah, that was another. That was uh, one thing that we definitely disliked was oh, changing yeah. that. That whole thing to overlay doors instead of uh, telling the client, listen, you got to buy a different TV. Yeah. Um, so that was multi-layered, that, that build. Yeah. Uh, more often than not, most of the time that I can even think of, we either steer the client in the direction we think's best or we decline the job. Yeah, or we end up... Uh being converted by that by the time the job is done yeah you know? yes um when, you spend enough time with you know making something you you uh, learn to be okay with it yeah i mean we're not the complete arbiters of taste and knowledge no so we might you know get a get a inspiration photo and be like oh god they want this and then you build it and you, you know, hey, it's pretty good. You learn to like it. Yeah. Um, so well, we're fortunate it doesn't it doesn't come across the desk too often like that. Yeah. Um once in a once in a while. But you gotta keep an open mind too, I guess, is is part of it. Oh, look at this. I just got an email. I don't know if it's actually from Instagram. I'm looking at it on my watch. Hi, Crew Green Street. Sorry to hear you're having trouble logging into your Instagram. We got a message that you forgot your password. Oh, God. This was you. You can get right back into your account. Blah, 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 blah. 
Yeah, email them straight back. Fuckers. Uh, put your social security number on there. Save some time. You need to send us three $50 Steam gift cards to get your account back. Let's see. Who's the uh, who's the sender? Yeah, that's the thing. Security at mail.instagram.com. I don't know. Better go in there and put on two factor authentication. Authentic authentication. Yeah. <laughs> I have it on the Green Street, obviously. Oh yeah. If I lost my personal account. It would uh, be an inconvenience, but it would not be the end of the world. Security, two-factor, get started. It's a six-digit code. I'm on Instagram now, and I'm looking at Brad Leone's uh, pizza oven. Oh, we got a pizza oven? I guess it's his, unless... I mean, this is his post. Oh, yeah. I think he does have a pizza oven. All right, hackers. Good luck getting in now, unless you somehow get my cell phone. Unfortunately, those that's all the questions that we got. That's it. Yeah, this is a nice-looking oven. Is it like a brick oven? No, it doesn't. It's it's definitely there. You go. You can see it's. It's got a good dome to it. Yeah. Yeah, that looks good. He says uh, this thing crushes seafood and veggies too, or you can throw a cast iron in there to get ripping sears. Oh yeah, I can only imagine. Um, Is there a thing that, oh, learn more about why you may have received it. Why did, why you received an Instagram password reset email that you didn't request? Hmm. Yeah, um, that's a thing. The more, uh, more followers you have, the more valuable your account has become. Yeah, well, luckily my uh, personal account only has 1,200, 1,300, 1,291. I guess that's not bad. No. I never go on there. Yeah. Me, uh, that Those are pre-Green Street numbers. I got earned all those the hard way. <laughs> not like on the Green Street where we just bought, we bought all those followers, just yeah, so you guys know. sure. Paid for them. They're all bots. I got 401 followers. That's pretty good. You don't post anything. I got 82 posts. Yeah. I think Green Street's got 500 posts. 525. 27.9. We've been hovering at that 27.9 thousand for a long time. Yeah. Trying to crack 28. <laughs> um, But. Got a post. So what else we got to talk about? We got this. Uh, this episode's way too short to be ending it right now. Okay, so we're gonna stretch her out. Stretch her out. I mean, I think we can go ahead and, uh, and announce the winner for for this episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's no surprise there. I mean, Matt Matthew Serio, you win. Yeah, we're gonna send you your glass, your American Craftsman podcast glass. Yep. Um. So uh, you can uh, submit your uh, address. To the proper authorities. Yep. I'm, I think he's in, he's either in Jersey or Pennsylvania. Oh. Yeah. So in an alternate universe where lathe is a panda, you know, I'd love to hear some, uh, conjecture on this topic. Yeah. From our listeners. Yeah. Um, feedback on our, uh, Answers our response, our hypothesis. Let's see if there was anybody uh, that I could ask, but 
me see. Uh, let's find them. Let's put a text out. See if we can get somebody on live. There you go. See if they can weigh in on this. We know there's always a couple of people uh, sitting by the phones doing their computer jobs. Yeah. My Danner boots are going on week two and they're, they're holding up and they haven't been hurting my feet. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, got these kind of like hiking style boots. What do you think? Yeah, I got, uh, I pulled the trigger on those, uh, Um, Keith is going to call in. We got to, we're going to have a live caller on the podcast. All right. I love the live caller. Here he is live on the American Craftsman podcast. Go to the phones. Oh, what the hell? Say hi, Keith. Hello. How are you? This is Keith from Blackthorn Concepts and Working Hands podcast. We're doing well. That is me. Yeah. Long time listener. First time caller. Long time listener, first time caller, yes. Yeah. So we're doing our, our question of the month episode. This is for, this is coming out next week. And uh, our buddy Matthew Serio wrote in. Oh. And this okay. is, uh, this question is a bit of a showstopper. <laughs> Must be. Must be. So here it is. You, you might have to ponder on it for a second. So here's my question of the month. In an alternate universe where a lathe is a panda and a hammer is a squirrel, what would a block plane be? Bonus question. In this alternate universe, could Chad still make boot jacks? And if so, how easily would they burn? Sorry to get metaphysical on you. Just wondering. Uh, so, a lathe is a panda. And a hammer is a squirrel. A hammer is a squirrel. What would a block plane be? So we'll give you we'll we'll tell you what we came up with. It might might give you some inspiration. We said a hedgehog is a block plane. I want to go with a hamster. <laughs> that's pretty Actually, good. Actually, that's a that's an obvious <laughs> answer that I didn't even think of. <laughs> yeah. Because the hamster saddles. Did you hear about the whole hamster saddle thing? I saw. I don't know what started it. I only saw the the result. Actually, yeah. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back and listen to the Working Hands podcast for that. Yeah, I forget the origination of the... Uh, of Bliss. The, oh, talking, yeah, it was Bliss. I was talking about an estate sale I was at where somebody was making saddles. I forget how it originates, but it's about hamster saddles. And then Matt Serio actually made hamster saddles for the three of us and put them on the hamsters and gave them to us. But then didn't you ride a hamster at the mall? I did, yeah. And well, it, it wasn't a hamster, but that was the idea. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's a good but thing we called you. Part of the What's that? I said it's a good thing we called you because I didn't even think of the hamster thing. Yeah. The second part of that question is Chad's boot jacks. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say no. Boot jacks are not, are not, that they can't be made in this alternate universe. So what we said is that, you know, in this universe, a laser must be a, a bombardier beetle. <laughs> that shoots, it shoots like a chemical, like explosion out of its ass. Is that the bombardier beetle? Yeah. But then it's... If that's the case, then I'd have to go with that. Or it would be a spider with a web. That's one a good one. Two. So we said that he could make them. He would just have to do it by hand. And anything soaked in minwax burns really well. That's true. All right. I can go with that option. Hamster. Well, we appreciate you weighing in. I thought I had more time. I did not email in my question. Can I ask it live on the air? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you can't tell, we're trying to stretch this episode a little bit. <laughs> okay. 
It is. When are you going to tell us about the correlation between t- t- between Taylor Swift and the Illuminati? Oh my God! <laughs> All right, we'll we'll answer that, but I'm going to hang up on you because I got to keep it secret from you until the episode comes out. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, Sounds thanks. Good. All right, thanks, ciao. Guys, Later. <laughs> Oh, man. That's a good one. So, I'm going to have to refresh my memory on this. Yeah, there's. it has to do with uh, murdering homeless people. and Yeah. So, uh, let me see if I can find the comment. I don't think we ever read this comment, did we? On air? I don't know. I know we talked about it and discussed it. On the podcast? No, I mean just amongst oh, yeah. ourselves. I mean we've we've alluded to it, but let's see. I think it was on it was on the reel that has like one point there we go. One point four million views. Let's see, there's three hundred and eighty three comments, so let's hope it's still there. So I got this weird comment on this uh reel that we had that that blew up pretty big. Come on, still be there. Hopefully it wasn't a reply to a comment. Then it'll be hard to find. Was that the shaper one? Yeah. Where's it at? Can't believe I just finished those two gingerbread cookies. Shh, don't give away the secret. Man, I'm still scrolling. Oh, I hope it's there. Ah, you got it? Here it is. This is from someone by the name of Red Heat 2022. Huh. <laughs> is that coded language? <laughs> I don't know. This is what they said. This is 12 weeks ago. Students study hard and you easily steal their ideas from their brains. Sounds like a good deal. Fighting for freedom. New slavery. It is my responsibility. I thought everyone should know. We are imprisoned in a place whose slogan was freedom. Don't travel to the USA. Never even for a short time. If you have any special knowledge or skills or an invention, they will steal it from your mind. The U.S. government initially used this method to identify people who intended to harm the United States. But today they use it for many purposes, including stealing information from people, stealing data from people's minds. And many celebrities like Taylor Swift are helping to lure the U.S. government. They'll see whatever you see. You'll never have privacy even with your wife or girlfriend. They'll see whatever you think. When Taylor Swift said, I use my best colors for your portrait, she meant it's one of the newest things they're using. Hmm. Or when she said, touch me and you'll never be alone. Your silence would help them to do it again and again. They said, don't say anything because of the USA. I want to take her to court. They wanted to pay me a million dollars. But that was not what I asked for them, asked from them. Those are not only song, those are not, hmm. those are not only songs Taylor Swift likes a writer of crime stories whose stories are authentic and have committed all the murders. Those are not only, uh, I'm not following those are not only song, but then it says he, and it's all one word, song he. Those are mm-hmm. not only song he, in parentheses, Taylor Swift, likes a writer of crime stories whose stories are authentic and have committed all the murders. I don't know. Taylor That's Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Taylor Adolf Hitler, the humans are not your laboratory mice. I was used as a laboratory mouse to test new products. Sometimes what we hear are like warning lights to prevent accidents. 
Events that causes of those events are not afraid of repeating them, but they are happy, and they sat waiting for the right time. Let's not ignore what we hear. Hashtag Taylor Swift is killer. Hashtag Biden is killer. <laughs> now, now you know why we never read that on the air. Yeah. And, um, and who, the, who were those comments attributed to again? Uh, Red Heat 2022. They, they have 13 followers and they're following one person. Let's see who they follow. Um, please don't let it be us. Nobody that you would know. Several people whose uh, profiles are in Arabic. Hmm. But some people who are not. He's following Ashley Nicole, who's uh is single, according to her profile. And Isabella Gregg, she's a fitness lover, motivator, and training coordinate. She's got pictures like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, those are the followers. They're following one person. You know who it is? Uh, Biden. Oh, God. Pope Francis. The real account of Pope Francis with 8.9 million followers. It gets crazier as you dig deeper. So, Keith, hope that explains it. Then actually we looked into we looked into the Illuminati a little bit because actually oh, he, yeah. he didn't even say Illuminati in there at all. No. And uh well, let me see if I can find uh the thread. The the link between the Illuminati and Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um oh, where is it? It was a Reddit post, which will tell you a lot already. Taylor Swift Illuminati. Yeah. That's that's some uh, Manchurian candidate stuff. Let's see. Oh, come on. Where is it? Taylor Swift kills homeless people. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's the other. Hmm. Oh yeah, remember you have to watch watch yeah, the yeah. first time and then Oh, I can't find it. What does yeah. this say though? That was some crazy post. Court documents. Oregon man accused of assault said Taylor Swift told him to kill. A forty three year old homeless man was arrested Sunday after he allegedly chased a man and assaulted him in downtown Portland, claiming Taylor Swift told him to do it. Officers responded to Northwest 3rd Avenue in Burnside on the report of a man needing help after he was stabbed. According to court documents, prosecutors said Brent Thrick Thixton swung what appeared to be a knife at the victim. The victim was injured with a two-inch cut on his back. Police said Thixton told officers he was married to Taylor Swift and said, my wife told me to kill him. Oh, God. Faces several charges, including second-degree assault and unlawful use of a weapon. How is that not attempted murder? Taylor Swift told me to kill him, and I cut him with a knife. I want to know what Taylor Swift is uh, sentenced with, charged with. She instigated this whole thing. Oh, how come <laughs> I can't find this? Taylor Swift... Illuminati Reddit Pop music conspiracy theories Taylor Swift ba, ba, ba. Hmm Well you know the Illuminati took it down Ugh, can't find it. But there was people saying that, you know, like, I don't know. 
Taylor Swift is in the, in the Illuminati. And first they like make you watch them. I guess them being the Illuminati kill a homeless person. <laughs> and then they make you kill a homeless person. And then Jay-Z and Beyonce are actually the heads of the Illuminati. Yeah, that's and, right. We did. We did talk about that oh part of God. it. Said, man, for like a, you know, multinational uh, crime conspiracy syndicate they're pretty progressive yeah with uh you know <laughs> african-american man and woman as the leaders i, I know <laughs> they re- if the illuminati is like the all-powerful uh entity on earth you know yeah yeah pulling all the strings behind the scenes they're hip so that i hope we uh were able to uh enlighten you keith yeah i mean i don't think we can top that no Definitely not. Well, if you have any conspiracy theories of your own about Taylor Swift, feel free to write in. Yeah. For next month's episode. It doesn't have to be metaphysical. No. Uh, well, we'll leave you with that. Yeah, that'll that'll leave people scratching their heads. We'll see you next week. All right, stay out of trouble. As always, Rob and I thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. If you want to help support the podcast, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can join our Patreon, or you can use one of our affiliate links in the podcast description for vesting finishes or Myoderm CBD pain relief cream. Um, Again, we appreciate your support. Thanks for tuning in. 